Hi, and welcome to Cosmic Style, where we explore mystical modalities like tarot, astrology, lunar living, and magic to help us live better lives. I'm Leah, a tarot consultant, professional astrology nerd, and cosmic stylist. Let's get into it. Hi, how was that new moon for you? Vibe check. New moon on Monday, in your ears, possibly on Wednesday, maybe later. Um, Fresh cycle, feels good, yeah. Um, It's a little spiky out there. Mars involved, Uranus involved, pretty reactive. But we're getting some good lightened up perspective with this Sagittarius waxing moon which will be in effect on Wednesday, the day this podcast comes out, we can really start to think about those intentions that we might want to set for the next month, moon cycle, to the end of the year, or even the next six months. I'm actually working on a moon manifestation tracker in Notion that I will try to make available um, by the end of this week, if not by the day that the podcast comes out, um, that will be available for free um, to kind of help you both reflect on where you're at at the new moon, but then also set the intentions for the new moon cycle and then track them throughout the cycle with some prompts for actions to take at the first quarter moon and realizations at the full moon. I don't know. I'm still fleshing it out, but I want there to be kind of an easy place where you can go to check these things and check in and, and review the cycles, um, as they, as they come full circle and we start new cycles. I think it's always good to continually check in with this stuff. If you are interested in, you know, calling things in with the moon or setting intentions with the moon and then working with it throughout the cycle. Anyway, and also um, announcements, PSAs. um, uh, My books are open for December and eh, not there's a little bit of availability for the rest of the month, but books are open for December and Um, my workshops, both cosmic style and, uh, (laughs) magical tarot spells, shadow and shine are both available for, um, immediate download that you can get started with working with those concepts. Um, cosmic style is a podcast about identifying where, your personal style points are in your chart and kind of defining your personal style with the help of your natal chart. A Magical Tarot is about putting down the guidebooks for tarot, for, you know, your tarot education, whatever guidebooks come with the decks that you have or that you like to follow. We, in this workshop, put them aside for four weeks and learn to approach the cards in a new way. And we talk about reversals in that that course, which is what we're talking about today a bit. But Spells, Shadow, and Shine go a little bit more in depth and kind of explore all the other ways that you can work with the tarot um, in 
terms of somatics and embodiment as well as you know self-care practices and shadow work practices as well and tis the season right as we're wrapping up scorpio season for for that shadow work it's certainly been calling to me lately um and before we jump into uh today's topic about reversals in the tarot I pulled a card of the week for us, and the card of the week that I pulled is the Chariot, which is associated with Cancer in the deck. And I love that it's associated with Cancer, because Cancer gets this rep for being homebody, um, being you know very emotional and moody and sensitive, and yes, we are all that. I am a Cancer rising. I am, I am she. I am, I am all of those things, but also it's a cardinal sign, so cardinal signs are at the beginning of each season and cardinal energy is one of initiation about like starting things getting things going and it's like this real get up and go energy and if you can think of the cancer water as the cardinal water of like the wave riding the wave of inspiration or motivation to get out and go do something and the chariot is very much about that forward motion it often you know traditionally uh kind of signals success or going on a mission um it can very often like mundanely be associated with travel or with your car if you think about chariots being those vehicles um and the deeper meanings and deeper explorations with this card um can kind of Remind you to check in uh, before you move ahead. Check in with your gut, align your actions with your intentions, get pretty clear, and know that you might need to shed the shell of your former self in order to move forward. Um, A little tagline for this card is what once helped you survive won't help you thrive. So it's about kind of letting go of your past coping mechanisms or protection strategies when you notice that they're hindering your growth or hindering you from moving ahead. And, you know, cancers really want to hold on to things, hold on to memories and nostalgia. And while I think there's something beautiful in that, uh, it's also really nice to remind yourself that you can let go of your past while still honoring it. You can bow to where it's brought you while not letting it impede further growth. Easier said than done. I know. Um, But with the chariot, I think there's this energy of being on the precipice of something. It's kind of like a graduation energy where you're ready to like move up into a new level. And with that comes a little bit of fear, but renewed purpose is on the other side of new choices and facing what scares you. And it is harder to change and grow than it is to stay put, but the chariot is a nice reminder that it is worth it. Um, And if there's something you want to accomplish or change, when we are with the chariot energy, it's a great time to set it in motion. And this actually feels a lot like this Mars Kazemi that we have coming up on Friday on the 17th, on November 17th. Um, The Mars is meeting up with the sun in the sky, and it's kind of um, a significant event in astrology. And it's a new cycle for Mars. So it's kind of like a new um, way we can direct 
our energy and motivation and we kind of get clarified in the light of the sun there's like you know we kind of have a bit of a shower a and a little bit of an upgrade slide into a new outfit and go like right what is it that I want how do I want to get it cool let's do it um and it's worth mentioning we're in a chariot year we're actually wrapping up a chariot year uh the way this works is just basic numerology we're in the year 2023 on this timeline um and when you add together two plus zero plus two plus three we get seven and seven is the number of the chariot in the major arcana and i don't know if you've noticed some of these chariot themes popping up this year it kind of i was really like late to the game of the realization like oh yeah i've been doing chariot stuff all year and did not even clock it, even though I was hyper aware that this was the card of the year. Um, <laughs> it just happens like that sometimes. But um, yeah, it, I, for me personally, we've done a lot of travel as a family. I think this is also just obviously COVID is still very much a thing, but uh, it really felt a lot more open to travel um, this year than it had in the past few years. A lot of just moving forward and taking things to new levels or like being about to take things to new levels. Um, and yeah, hopefully shedding some baggage and former survival mechanisms along the way. That's definitely been a theme for me. Um, and we're still working on it, but we are in this beautiful season of shedding, which feels very appropriate to shedding some of that shell with this scorpionic energy and this past scorpio new moon that we just had on monday um we we will actually continue to talk about shedding in our chat about reversals everyone's like most favorite least favorite topic i don't know i feel like People hate reversals, but they also just like want to know more about them or it just feels like this puzzle, right? And we're going to talk about the myriad of ways to approach reversals when reading tarot because it's not one size fits all and the tarot in general is never one size fits all, right? It's Every card is a spectrum and it is very dependent on the reader or your own life if you're reading for yourself. So... Yeah, this is a subjective process, but um, come along on this journey into reversals with me. (laughs) Um, So reversals, uh, for those unaware, uh, hopefully you'll stick with me here, are when cards are pulled upside down uh, in the tarot. So, you know, we have these images and we can pull them right side up, upside down. There are some decks that are circular, which are really cool and add some nuance. But a typical deck, right, is just a rectangle and we can pull it upside down or reg. Um, And you might see Rx as a shorthand for reversals, which is very fitting because it's also used to signify a retrograde planet in astrology and more muggle uh, earth side, it is also used for a medical prescription, which uh, comes from, I think, the Latin word for recipe. 
And I love this association with RX as well, because all cards do contain their own medicine. As much as sometimes cards might point out difficult things, they're never just going to point out like, hey, this sucks for you. See you later. Like there is always a medicine that comes along with a challenging energy or a really positive energy. Um, and yeah, there, there's like a remedy inherent in all of these, in all of these cards. And it's always, I will continually remind you that the cards exist for you. They're not there to make you feel like crap or bully you, even though sometimes it can feel like that. But sometimes I just feel like that's the tarot having a sense of humor. And I think that's pretty funny. Um, and, you know, the again, another friendly reminder that the cards carry guidance and support regardless of their position. It doesn't mean like upright is good, reversed is bad, right? We want to like get out of that binary. Um, and especially when the cards are giving you a more challenging perspective, these are the keys that have the most helping potential. There's the most like most stuff to work with when we got that when we've got that reversal going on. And we can kind of look at the reverse cards like a retrograde planet to bring back what I was just talking about with the RX of it all. Um, you know, when a planet goes retrograde, like Mercury, right? It's can be very indirect, right? We're going backwards, we're reviewing things, and it can bring some funky energy. There can be a funky tone there. Uh, but ultimately, it's meant to help you review what you might have missed, what what's kind of like wonky, and work with it, get a little bit more introspective, go a little more internal with it, and figure out how we can kind of learn from it. And when cards show themselves in reversal, it's often to emphasize that healing or helping potential. So we can kind of see it as a portal to getting a little bit more help with the theme of a card. Like I said, each card is a spectrum. It's a spectrum of experiences and feelings of the inner and the outer, the shadow and the light of, like, of that the theme of that card. So there's a few different ways we can approach reversals, and I encourage you to experiment and find what feels right and instinctual to you as you read them. Play with these themes, uh, or rules, I have the rules of reversal that we're going to go through today and explore them in the context of the other cards uh, that you're pulling them with and in the context of your life experience. And I say that I'm sharing rules with you today, but of course, none of these <laughs> are things you have to live by, right? These are just suggestions from me work with what sounds good, feels good, seems appealing, and leave the rest. So our first rule of reversals, don't fear the reversal. Reversals do not always negate or put a negative spin. Like we we generally want to just take out negative and positive in the tarot, right? But sometimes we cannot help it. I just did it before. I said something about positive, positive cards. Um, but they don't always, yeah, just create this like complete 
opposite meaning to say a positive card or card that you perceive as positive. And in my experience, they add reversals, add more nuance and just a different flavor to the upright nature of the card. Sometimes, you know, the upright energy of the car just seems a lot more straightforward and we live in a world that loves to think that it's linear and values linearity and is obsessed with it when everything's just kind of a cycle or a spectrum when we (laughs) when we really dig in there so we're not fearing the reversals and we're maybe considering them as thresholds, portals that invite you in. They invite you in to work with the energy of the card in a deeper way and see something from a different perspective. Um, I, I always like to think of kind of the philosophy of the hanged one in the tarot. It's number 12 in the major arcana as a little bit of, you know, what is like what's the vibe of a reversal, right? And the hanged one is literally like upside down. So they're in the upright, they're kind of reversed. And so they're getting a different perspective. They're kind of pausing, suspending themselves to see things more clearly in a way that's not linear, not direct. Okay, second rule of reversals. Get clear with how you'll you will interact with your deck. This is one of the most important things. So when you're starting to learn to read, or even if you've been reading for a while, it's very important to be intentional every time you pick up your deck. And that includes stuff like energetic hygiene and um, you know, calling in your guides, all of that good stuff. But an extension of that is about reverse cards. So you can actually just actively choose and say, hey, I'm gonna pull some cards and I'm not gonna be reading reversals and just go in there with that intention. And that is totally fine and valid. Um, and I, I do feel like the cards and the energies follow suit when, when you're very specific about this. Um, and yeah. I, I love reversals. I've been reading reversals for a long time, have been a diehard for them, but I'm also very into this idea of switching it up and trying, like knowing I was doing this episode, I was like, okay, I'm actually going to like do a week of not reversals and see how we can work with that, right? Um, but yeah, just you have to make that decision before you pick up your deck or before you draw your cards, you know? You're not allowed to like get a bunch of reversals and be like, psych, I'm not doing that because you don't like it. And it brings like it's anxiety provoking, Um, you know, back to not fearing the reversal. I know that sometimes it can be stressful um, picking up a bunch of reverse cards and you're like, what does it mean? Why is it so complicated? But again, it's not linear, baby. It's okay. It's totally fine. Um, And yeah, like. When we're not reading reversals, when we're choosing not to, which again, totally fine. If you want to just shut off the podcast here and just go play with that, cool. But when we do that, we just want to make sure that we're putting the cards in a clear context with clear questions. So the nature of the question can kind of still give us that reversal energy exploration, which we'll talk about in a couple of rules. And it doesn't matter which direction the card is facing. We can still get those same lessons from that. 
And, you know, like I often encourage people when they're interacting with my deck, um, the magical self-care tarot deck, in case you're interested, um, it, I have upright and reverse readings in the guidebook that I wrote, but I encourage people to read both because a lot of times there's something in there in the upright or the reverse version that really hits. So there, it, again, it's, it's all a spectrum. Okay. So third rule of reversals is engage your intuition. When we're stumped by a reversal, this is when we want to flex our intuitive skills because there's a lot, as we'll explore, a lot of different directions we can take them. So First, we refer back to rule one. Don't feel the reversal. Don't panic. Notice that feeling in your body when it comes up. Noticing like, what, how does it feel if you start to stress out about something being reversed? Like, is it a tightness in your chest? Do you feel a little like anxiety pit in your stomach? Like, what is it? And just like be with that energy for a little bit and then look at the card again. Um, and then... Breathe into that reaction, and then you can ask for guidance from your spirit team, your favorite self, your intuition, and proceed from there. And it's also totally okay to come back to it. If there's other cards in the mix, if you've got other stuff going on, like, you know what? I'm going to like check these other cards out if a card is really stumping you. This goes for any card that might be stumping you in a reading. And you can come back to it in the context of these other things, and maybe things will be made more clear when you kind of explore and think about the themes of the other cards that are there as well. Um, and then the fourth rule of reversals is engage the rules of re, uh, the rule of re's, excuse me. Um, and going with that net retrograde planet comparison, we can explore reversals of the tarot through rewords. So when a planet's in reversal, when it's, um, <laughs> when it's retrograde, you know, that's usually the advice of astrologers during a retrograde. We want to like review things. We want to um, notice where we're being redirected, where we want to reflect, we want to release. And these are some words that we can explore with our reverse tarot cards. Um, it can, we can look at the reverse cards as like through the lens of one of these rewords or as a combination of them. And again, this is where you can call in your intuition by asking questions or like, okay, what what reword is this maybe bringing up for me or reading the, the deeper context within other cards. So let's review some rewords. <laughs> and my first reword is review, review and reflect. So a reversal could be a call to go inward and review how the, the themes of this card have been coming up for you in your life. Are old themes resurfacing? Are past experiences coming up to be reckoned with? How can you look at the themes of this card in the context of your life or the life of the person that you're reading for and the ways it continues and um, and the ways it continues to manifest? Um, and we can explore and review like the nuances of, yeah, like, why is this coming up for me now? What area of life does this feel like it's hitting in? This is obviously is like pretty personal, um, in terms of like reading for yourself, but you can absolutely explore this with other people you're reading for. It just creates more of a dialogue within the context of the reading, 
But I often find that reading reversals is actually harder when you're doing it for yourself. Um, so that's why I'm offering some of these reflection questions as we go along these rewords, right? So you can kind of dig a little deeper there. Another reword is resistance. So what's feeling stuck or stagnant in this area? Are you resisting, avoiding, or ignoring um, this, this theme or this idea? And guess what? It's popping up to say hi and reminds you that facing the problem is always better than avoiding it. And we're just like naturally resistant to some cards and energies um, and the energies that are held within certain cards because they're challenging. And that's totally okay. Um, You know, cards like the the hanged one, for example, often comes up because we we don't want to surrender. We want to pretend we're in control of everything all the time. Um, And so that's a common one that will come up in reversal because of that resistance or death card energy, right? Um, they're, they're challenging cards and energies, yeah, can just point to to that resistance and uh, can be pointing out a fear that we have that may, we may be unconsciously avoiding. But it's just knowing like resistance is not a problem. It's okay. We don't need to beat ourselves up about it, but it's good to be aware of it. And simply seeing it can create a small opening for a shift. Another reword we can reconsider. This is similar to, you know, once we get to that point of seeing that resistance, we can reconsider your perspective or approach. Um, is there a different angle or alternative to the solution that you haven't considered? Open yourself up to new possibilities and be willing to challenge your preconceived notions around the theme of the card. And our final reword in, you know, my overview, but I challenge you, come up with your own rewords. Um, add more to this list. Like just Get your brain going. Think about, you know, the rewords you commonly might employ during a retrograde and maybe use it on your reversal. So our final reword is release. So are you coming out the other side of something? This can sometimes be like that that opposite or um, like, I want to say reversed energy of a card, right? But like, you know, um, letting go of that energy. Um, yeah, but like, is there something that you've recently let go of that relates to this? Or what do you need to let go of? Um, there's definitely a healing element to seeing a reversal as a release um, of some sort of theme or recurrence in your life, especially if it's a difficult one. I'm thinking about the Ten of Swords reversed, right? Um, the Ten of Swords is very powerful, very healing, but it's very challenging. And sometimes, or with a lot of the Swords cards, it can kind of feel, it's like, okay, the Swords are falling out. The Swords are falling out of my back. Um, the worst is over. Um, and we can we can get to that place with the upright version of the Ten of Swords as well, but sometimes it's nice to see it in the reverse. You're like, Ooh, okay, okay. We can start to kind of look towards the horizon, look to the new dawn there and move forward. Um, 
it, it can it can actually be very comforting and knowing that with every release there's a new beginning happening like that ten of swords energy release uh can be a welcome ending a peaceful integration of a lesson or a forceful cathartic exhale it can feel different depending on where you're at you know and it can also be like a gentle nudge to realign yourself with your true desires and values you know once we clear space with that release we can start to think about that realignment or that you know reconsidering something re 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 um and you know like I, i'm also thinking about like this stuff in the mundane um because some of these themes can be really big really heavy right um at, like the tarot it's it can be both you know big picture soul level um evolution and growth and it can also be very very uh day-to-day mundane almost laughable stuff so our fifth rule is do daily tarot polls if you're serious about learning the tarot if you're doing that for yourself uh you can absolutely do weekly polls but i really think daily polls are where it's at and record your daily tarot polls i like to do this digitally i have a spreadsheet in my notion where i log my tarot polls every day because i'm a dork and but there's something really great about being able to search for cards later and see how they came up. So what I do is I pull my cards in the morning, do a little journal, reflect, reflect, uh, think about why these things are coming up, what they're they're kind of signaling to me. And then I put the cards in my spreadsheet with the date. And then later, usually the next day, but sometimes that night, I'll go back and actually write down what actually happened and see if I can draw any connections to those cards or just generally like this is what happened on that day and by doing this I really start to notice patterns and my own language and communication with the cards um and I I can't recommend this enough because this can really help us see it's like okay you know the six of swords reversed it's already about kind of like moving ahead, uh, making some progress, creating some new pathways. But in the reversal, it started to really signal to me over and over again, there's going to need to be a change of plans here. So it's not just moving forward and taking action and thinking about something in a new way or creative problem solving, or it is creative problem solving for sure. But especially in the reversal, it's like, oh, you're going to have to pivot. Something's not going to quite go as you expected, and you're going to have to really creatively problem solve more than you thought you'd have to. So, and that's just what I came to realize by recording my daily tarot polls and starting to notice these patterns. And, you know, we all have different ways and signals uh, ways of like understanding things with our decks and we all have very different relationships to the cards um, that develop over time through our education of the tarot and through our personal experiences and I think that's what makes every reader so special and different and seeing one reader and even if you saw two different readers six months apart 
and got the same exact cards, those readers would have totally different interpretations. Or even if you saw them one day after the other, you know? And there, there of course, would be through lines there and there would be similarities, but each reader brings their own flavor and experiences to the table. Sometimes for, you know, for better or for worse, um, we don't want to let our biases as readers affect our readings, but, you know, I think our interpretations are made richer by seeing these energies embodied in our own lives and in the lives of the people around us and the people we read for. So it's just a really nice way to see the way that reversals might show up for you. Maybe you have a special language with reversals that I don't even know about. Um, but I think it can be, yeah, just a, a really great practice to normalize reversals and yeah, start to build a friendly relationship to them. Um, that's also something that we do in Magical Tarot, Spells, Shadow, and Shine, my four-week workshop. So if you're interested in exploring this a little bit more and getting my, my Notion template for tarot tracking and kind of experimenting with that stuff over the course of a month and seeing how it improves your practice, please check out the link. I'll put it in the show notes. It's on my website, um, leahvandervelt.com, but that course is immediately available. It would make a lovely gift for Christmas as well, um, or the holidays in general. Um, I also am currently doing gift certificates for readings, for, um, for my astrology readings and tarot readings, um, for the holiday season. So you can just check out my offerings at my website and um, reach out to me if you want to gift that to someone. I think that's everything for today. There's part of me that's like, ooh, I wanted to say something else <laughs> like five minutes ago. And that is my ADHD brain, but I will just have to live with... <laughs> sending you out this information about reversals as it is right now. But please let me know if you have any other questions about reversals. Um, if you would like to talk more about them, I can talk to you about, you know, we can put these into context a little bit and talk more about the specifics of certain cards and reversals, if that's something you're into. Um, but yeah, don't hesitate to drop me a DM. I'm leah.vandervelt at Instagram or find me through my website. All right, enjoy the rest of this magical week. I'll see you soon. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or throw us five stars. And if you'd like to book a reading with me or check out my workshops, you can find me at leahvandervelt.com. And you can support this podcast by joining my Substack. 